Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, Mike crawling out of the sewers to take back the number one position. It reclaims the box office crown. We're going to break that all down and more next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody, Hi. welcome to Bucket of the Breakdown. I'm going to say really fast. Like, hey, everybody, welcome to Bucket of the Breakdown. That was great. That's right. That's right. That's right. That was fantastic. I'm going to only the only day. That would be a terrible way to start this episode. Welcome, everybody, to Box Office Breakdown right here on Popcorn Talk. This is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we like to prognosticate. Boom, I love that authority. Thank you. Prognosticate. Ah, yes. Dang, she outdid me a little bit. Or no. did she? No, she didn't. No? no. Okay, no. thank you. Yeah, you know, computers can't replace everything. They this, can't is, replace... this is very comforting, actually. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, yes, we'd like to prognosticate <laughs> about the box office that lie ahead. I am one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter or not. Your life is your own choosing. You choose yeah. what you want to do. Uh, at Happy Go Jackie. And hi, I'm your other host for today. We're missing a few people, but my name is Amy Cassandra. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at amycassandra underscore TV. Look at that. So, yes, as Amy was mentioning, of course, Carrie and Neil are out on assignment, not together, separately. Yep. Uh, Amy is very concerned about having to spend the entire episode just talking only to me. She's very worried about this. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I can reassure her at all. Um. You know, I think we can do it, and I think we're going to be okay. Uh, this is definitely new for yeah. us, <laughs> each other, awesome. but it's great. I mean, we get to chat. I like that. I, like, I feel like you, you needed like Neil and Carrie here as a buffer. Otherwise, just now having to deal with me, I you're mean, like, oh man, this is the the combination I didn't want. <laughs> there's yeah, there's always someone between us. That's true. And tonight, there's, no, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing right here. <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah. We're almost there. We're almost oh, there. Okay. Uh, but folks, of course, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And of course, while you're there, throw some thumbs up on it. Oh, there it is. There, there. Oh, yep. We got, we got up. Yes. We got a little bit of thumb. We got one thumb. So you're doing very But there's another one right there behind. Just know there's more thumbs where Amy Cassandra's involved there. Yes. Lots of thumbs. Uh, of course, we have the chat as well, too. So feel free to hop in the chat. We'll ask Steve in the engineering booth to be able to pull that up so we can read all your awesome thoughts you have about movies in general or anything this weekend at the box office. Uh, you know, and as we're talking about movies, you know, October, it's October 1st right here. So we're merely, <gasps> we're 12 days away from a really cool film that's going to be opening up. On October 13th, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Josh Gad, Kit Hudson, Dan Stevens, Sterling K. Brown, Look at that. Amy's going crazy. I had to Hi, mention yeah. of that name. And James Cromwell, if you love Star Trek First Contract, you love uh, st- Contract, <laughs> their first contract they ever did. <laughs> yep. They made a contract and then they went on into space. It was a really, a really boring film where they just devised that contract. Star Trek First Contact. Uh, they are all going to star in Marshall, based on a true story. Now, before he became the first African-American Supreme Court Justice, Thurgood Marshall was a man on a mission. Critics rave that Marshall is sensational, powerful, outstanding, and one of the best movies of the year. Discover the one motion picture event that will inspire and have you cheering. Marshall is in theaters October 13th, rated PG-13, and may be inappropriate for children under 13. So yes, make sure you go check that out. I think we'll probably be discussing that, I'm sure, as, as it comes closer. Yeah, that comes out Friday, October 13th. Friday the 13th. Pretty exciting stuff. I always love Friday the 13th. 
do you, especially in October. Uh, do you watch any of the Friday the Thirteenth movies? Uh, yeah, I actually was going to say that every okay, not every October, but last October and this October. Okay, <laughs> last October I binge watched Halloween movies like scary, cool, okay. and this October I plan on doing the same. Last October I did watch all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Ooh, all right, so. All. Uh, can you give me a quick power ranking? Yeah, uh, the first one is great. Okay. The second one, not as great, and it just kind of goes from there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, you know, I'm a sucker for four. The final chapter, it's got Corey Feldman and his great makeup effects fighting Jason. See, here's the bad thing about binge watching, is that after a while, they all start to look the same. True. And so for me, watching all of them within a few days was just a little bit overwhelming. So after a while, I was like, let me guess. Jason's going to come out of nowhere and scare him. Oh, guess what? It happened. True. So I'd be, I mean, if I have enough time, I will try to do the same again this month and space them out a little bit, you know, appreciate it, each one for what, it, you know, what they offer because each one is different. But I do feel the first one's really good because, I mean, if you've never seen a Friday the 13th movie, then you're like, wow, this is crazy. It's so good. Yeah, it's uh. You know, because like the second one, you've got Jason, but he's running around in like a, in a, in a burlap sack around his face. Oh, that's creepy! With a little eye cut out there, and then what's he get, not... then he gets a hockey mask. You raise a good point. Uh-huh. The the hockey mask part is when it's just I'm Jason. You know, it. Uh, yes, yeah, so I like four, a six, five was terrible. Like the yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's where they had somebody pretending to be Jason, uh, and and getting revenge on for his his dead son. So that was eh. that's. Yeah. But six is when the original Jason Voorhees came back. Tommy was trying to make sure that he really was dead, and lightning strikes, hits him, brings him back to life. Oh. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if you've never seen any, for sure start with one. Maybe skip a few. Um, make your way to the, what, fourth, fifth? Yeah, I say four, six, uh, but then seven is what I think. Uh, New Blood, that's where he fights against uh, the telekinetic. You don't yeah. like that? You don't like that one? See, if you are in a time crunch, watch those. But if you're not and you want to just absorb the Halloweenness that is going to happen this whole month, then watch them all. There but you take go. your time. Do not binge them all. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. really. Did fun. you, uh, in the chat there, uh, we've got it. Did you watch Jason X? That's. Oh, I there feel you like go. I have. Yep. That's Ren's favorite right there. Jason X, that's the one where he goes into the future. Uh, they they thaw him out. Oh my god! And nanites, yes, yeah. And then I said, give him a whole new body. He starts kicking butt. Oh god, that was weird. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw it. It's uh, <laughs> um, it's weird. It's weird, but I've said this before about movies that it, I will watch any movie whether I like it or not. It's whatever because people take time to make it and they're very passionate about it. So I appreciate that. It's memorable because you said, oh, yeah, it's the one where he goes into the future. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, not necessarily my favorite. Hmm. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. That was that was fun. That was fun to watch. That was better than Jason X. I, w- I would agree. Yeah. Why? Well, it, just because I, I, I'm always a sucker for crossovers. So yeah. the fact that you get to see the two of them that you've been teased about for so long for what, what Jason goes to hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you yeah. get it, where you saw Freddy's glove pull out, pull his max down at the end. That was, that movie was terrible until you get to that part, and you're like, "Whoa, all right, cool." Who were you rooting for? I'm almost, you know, if I had to choose, yeah, uh, 
I'm a sucker for Jason. I always kind of like him a little bit better. Good. Because I remember clearly thinking, I mean, they're both bad, obviously, but Freddy's just mean. Like, Freddy just gets in your nightmare. Like, that's not nice at all. That's why you need a dream warrior by your side. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those dream warriors, man. Yeah, I remember them. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) Good times. I binge-watched all of those, too, last month. Uh, There you go. Yes, Basement Boy with Jason (laughs) Takes Manhattan. Is his favorite. Oh my gosh. That's where they're on the cruise ship for a while. And then they get, <laughs> yeah. I remember the one scene where he's fighting the other guy that's like a boxer and he's like hitting him right there and then finally he gets tired and then Jason just gives him like the uppercut and just knocks his head off. All right. See, it'd be fun to see one where Jason takes LA. There you what go. would he do? Uh, ooh. Uh, I mean, he'd probably just be, I think people would go see him like around Manchester Theater and think they want to get photos with him because they think he's Oh my gosh. Him. <laughs> yeah, and then he would just be like going crazy. Hey guys, if you like the idea, just make write, it happen. Just writing it, just writing it as it comes. You're so welcome. We'll break down more of Amy's uh, Halloween favorite films there throughout <laughs> the month. We'll come back to it because we'll, you know, we'll, we can dwell on Halloween oh, franchise and talk more about we that. Can. Yes, mm-hmm. but in the meantime, why don't we talk about films that are a little bit more current? Right here, the stuff that came out here. We're we're going to lead it off with a horror film. Surprisingly, uh, it. I was not expecting this when we were making our box office predictions. I had no idea that it would be making a resurgence and taking number one here at the box office with $17.3 million. It is very surprising. Yeah. I, it, uh, I mean, yeah, I was. I, I thought, all right, it, it had its moment. It did really well. I felt like, oh, we kind of start slowly fading, but no. No, I'm glad. I'm glad because it might have been just people getting into the mood of October and Halloween that they're like, yeah, let's welcome in this weekend with it. Maybe, but I also feel like that that's like uh, sort of like an indictment against Kingsman, the Golden Circle, that is not as good mm. as it was. Because, I mean, you think that something that great would be holding at the top a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised Amer- American Made was next. And, I mean, even the top three, they're not behind. I mean, they're not that spaced up, out. Up no, it is, it is pretty a pretty narrow margin between all yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a little less than, you know, $300,000. Uh, splits about it and American Made. That's old. That's crazy. Yeah, and only what? Uh, gosh, like sixteen thousand dollars between American Made and Kingsman. Yeah. Oh, look at that. We just broke down the top three right there. We didn't no suspense. We there just, you go. We just casually talked about the top three right there. That's uh, so, right. Yeah, number two was American Made. I made seventeen point seventeen million sixteen thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reviews on this seem to be like you know Tom Cruise you know brings his Tom Cruiseness to it, but the film is like kind of like yeah. I still want to see it, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but... I'm Okay, it's an unpopular opinion. I wasn't sure if I should say it, but I'm going to say it. Don't hold back. Because, hey, I think that after a while, Tom Cruise just kind of does the same thing, so you know what to expect, so maybe people are like, yeah, no, thank you. Like, I've seen enough Tom Cruise for a while. I can watch... Whatever. Mission Impossible at home for free if I want to get some Tom Cruise in my life. You know? Because right. it just feels the same after a while. But... but I, feel, I, feel, I feel like Tom Cruise does better that he doesn't play the same character in every film. I think he mixes it up not... I mean, sadly, I think like he does realize where his bread is buttered. Like the action-adventure yeah. genre is seems like you know, that's where he's going to get the most buzz. So where it be Mission Impossible, Jack Reacher... Yeah, and not as much, but uh, I mean, Jerry Maguire was certainly different. <laughs> no, that's true. You know, it, you know, that's the thing. I because I I would read stories about where uh, Tom Cruise would help out Cameron Crowe and, and just kind of read read uh, script pages, 
back to camera to kind of get an idea of how the dialogue was sounding and stuff. Mm. And I was kind of bummed that they never did another collaboration. But then yeah. Cameron Crowe did like Elizabeth Town and oh, a few other that films. That was um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> E. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would love to seen another one between him and Cameron Crowe, though. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. And then, I don't Maybe know. not. No. I feel like Cameron Crowe. I don't know. I feel like he was doing so. Uh, he was right up there, and then he's kind of slowly started kind of like sliding down. It's kind he of unfortunate. Could, he could come out of the sewer and be oh, like, "Hey, look at that!" Offer balloons, everybody. Yeah, that's right. Red balloons. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, Sky Patterson there in the chat says though there he's still rooting for everyone involved in Kingsman and the Golden Circle. Still going to see it. No hate in my heart over there. See, I, I, yeah, I would like to see it. I would like to see the first one. Well, first, all right, and then the second one. Perfect segue right here. Let's take a moment to jump off on it at a crucial, crucial topic. Amy's movie pass. It's bad, guys. They lied to us. I don't have it. Well. They like I'm about to start crying. No, I'm not. Yeah, last Friday it was the 22nd of September. They said it's on its way. I told you guys here it was on its way. It should be so with you in five business days, and that's a lie. Hmm. I'm getting itchy for a movie though. When was the last time you did go see a movie in theaters? It. That was it. All right. <laughs> that was it. Yep. That was it. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, things are getting a little too crazy for me right now. Like, I I need to go see a movie. I, it needs to happen. All right. Well, uh, you know, Tuesday, you should go on Tuesday because they, they do, like, $7 movies. So that's a good barrier for entry. I know, but I'd have to go by myself in the morning. Is that bad? You don't like to go to movies by yourself? I don't. Why not? I don't know. I don't. I just don't like it. I like having the experience of going with at least one more person, because then in the trailers you're like, oh, "What do you think? Good, bad, no?" You know. Hmm. I would prefer to always see a movie by myself. Really? Because I got no interest in communicating with anybody else. <laughs> no interest. Hmm. <laughs> that's. I mean, hey, I know people do it. Like, and I get it. Like, that's awesome. It's I just, great. It just gives me anxiety to do it by myself. Like, really? no. No, yeah. like that. You just get to sit there. You get to you know relax. You can have some popcorn if you want, or you can just be on your phone for a little bit. And then when the trailer starts, you know you, you politely put it away. I feel like I would watch a trailer and then turn to someone and be like, "Oh, well, there's no one there," and then just enjoy the movie by myself. No one, no one to talk about it with. What would you do if you went to you went by yourself? You sat down and somebody like they filled up the seats around you, so you're not sitting by yourself. There's people around you. Would you ask the person, the stranger? Next to you after a trailer wrapped. What do you think? You want to see this movie? Um, most likely not because oh, okay. they're probably with someone else too. Okay. So I don't, I mean, unless they were by themselves, and I'd be like, hey, what do you think? And then they would probably <laughs> be one of those people that don't like to talk about movies. Like, and who are you? Weirdo. Why don't, what? <laughs> it's a lot, you know, a lot that happens. So right. <sighs> this is all because of Movie Pass. There you go. Uh, movie pass, please. Hurry Come up. on, hurry, guys. Hurry, hurry, hurry that up along. Come on. Uh, maybe next week. Maybe next week. I look forward <laughs> to getting the, the, the latest update. <sighs> yeah. Uh, of course, uh, so American Made did 17 million, 16,000. Kingsman did 17 million straight up. And for number three, number four was the Lego Ninjago movie with $12 million straight up. That's pretty good. Yeah. I yeah. mean, 
No, it's, I mean, certainly, yeah. There's nothing else really out there for kids right now, so that's great. It's not going to be really until he gets around. Well, My Little Pony's coming up soon, so I'll be curious to see how that does as a big screen. Mm. It's got a huge lineup for voices. Uh, maybe bronies will be out there to watch it. All those bronies. Yeah. All those bronies. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a huge movement. I, I never got into the My Little Pony. I was going to ask. I never did. No. I, you know, I feel like there actually is a little part of me that is scared that if I give it a shot, I'd, I'd fall right into it. <laughs> so I, I probably deliberately like, nope, let's just not even tempt, my, tempt fate. Yeah. Let's just stay completely free of it. I mean, I think it'd be fun to have a little... What is it? Watch along with all of us that haven't seen any. That's true. I mean, I haven't seen anything. And then see which is the first one that says, "Guys, this is really good." <laughs> yeah, I, you got you. Yeah, that's right. You reeled me in. Because I know, like, when I'm going to Comic Con, Hasbro will do their exclusives at the con, oh, yeah. and invariably one of them is a My Little Pony one. They didn't do one this year, but they usually do one every year, and that is like people are crazy for that exclusive. I mean, I. <sighs> Uh, back in Texas, they had a huge brony convention or something, and it was massive. I don't, I don't know if it was in Austin or somewhere like that, but I didn't know about the huge movement until I heard about them. I was like, whoa, it's a big deal. Yeah. Are you guys bronies? Like, <laughs> you let us know in the chat, please, because I would love to know exactly what I was like, yeah. I'm a brownie. Yeah. When's that moment that you just yeah? You know, well, in it? I feel like the the stories now being told with My Little Pony mm-hmm. are much more fun and sophisticated than the stories I think when they first came out, where you just saw the, the commercials and it's like you know My Little, little. Pony, you can comb her hair. That's right. <gasps> Why'd my you say? Little Pony. What is it like? Tie ribbons or something to show how much you care or something like that? What uh, you know it? I, you know it. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Brony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and rounding out our top fives was the film that was the subject of our box office bet. And ladies and gentlemen, you were wondering, like, oh my gosh, could Amy Cassandra get a hat trick? Could she pull it out? Ladies and gentlemen, the answer is yes. Uh, Flatliners did six point seven million dollars, way less than any of us estimated. But yeah. Amy and I tied for our, the low pick. At oh, 17.5. we did. Yeah. Oh, see, and I was worried this entire day. I was like, darn. I lost bad, but no. no. You yes. What did I say? There you what go. What did I say? Right. Yeah, something. But uh, they did flatline. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Dead on arrival. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Beep. Beep. <laughs> Beep. Uh, everything. Every review I've read on this, there I saw an article over the weekend where it said you know had a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, and just like it brought ooh. nothing new. To this, like, if you're going to do a remake, then you got to bring something more to the table than what's already been established. Well, and especially with the A-listers that were in it in the first one. I mean, like, no offense to Ellen Page, she's fantastic, and everyone else that's in this new one. Diego Luna. Oh, all right. But I mean, although, I mean, at the time of Flatliners, I mean, I guess they were on the rise. This is okay. Good point. Because we're yes. looking back at now with like, oh my God, there's so many well, superstars. Yeah. And, you know, there's no way of knowing exactly where everyone's going to be in, what, 10 years? Yeah. But, yeah, I just did not hear any good things. But will you be watching it in the theaters? Ugh. You know, I have to admit, before the reviews came out, I was really interested in seeing it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, know. do I really want to go and watch a movie that I know is not going to be good? It's tough. 
I, would, I think I'd rather see I definitely want to go see American Made I just was busy this weekend but I definitely want to go check that film out so I think I'll see that first alright we'll see how Flatliners you know if it, uh, I don't think it's going to be hanging around the theaters very long so I should go see it probably quickly if I want to <laughs> see it at all Ooh. yeah uh, let's see. Oh my gosh. Uh, there you go. Jody, this show should be on Monday there in the chat says, uh, because these box office numbers are not even the final totals. Uh, that, that is true. I mean, we don't have the, the final returns on this, so we, we do the best we can with, uh, yeah. yeah, but this is what we have right now. That and is it's, true. It is late on a Sunday. Late on a Sunday. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, the, the finals aren't going to vary that much. Yeah. They're going to be a huge spike, but yeah, I certainly given something as close as it, American man and Kingsman, who knows what the difference could be yeah. on Monday morning? So, so certainly yes. Can Number always, one, uh, refresh this too. That's true. You know, I wonder. I'm, I mean, this was uh, as of just before we went in. This is what the other uh, totals were. So, yep, still the same. Yeah, so we'll see. Let's see, see what Monday morning does there, Jody. Uh, so yeah, that was our uh, top five there. Uh, much much mm-hmm. different uh, than what we predicted that it was going to turn out to be. <laughs> Especially with it coming out at number one. And uh, Flatliners not doing nearly as well as was expected. Although I, I guess it was, I should not have been surprised with it. I didn't see like any advanced reviews. Oh. Yeah, I mean, eh. so usually that's, that's not a good sign. Yeah, I mean. Like Blade Runner 2049, that's already been getting reviews and everything's being released on that because they feel like they got something good. And overall, it feels like the reviews are very positive about that. So I'm, I'm jazzed to go see that. <gasps> We have a very special guest. I mean, all of you guys are very special guests, but we have someone from our panel that's joining us in our chat. Oh, Look who it is. It's Neil Plumley. All right. That Sorry, guy. I can't be there tonight, guys. I miss you. You know, I don't know about that. I don't know, know, if he really does. I don't know no. about that. Uh, yeah, Neil Plumley decided to go and, and spend a weekend in the woods. A cabin, cabin in, in the, the woods. woods. <gasps> oh, we have boom. To. We did Whoa, it. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. That's right. Uh, look at that. Look at that. Uh, Zaya's already given a shout out to Neil Pumley. There yeah. we go. We miss Neil? you, Neil. So, uh, Emmanuel Garcia. There we go. We all miss you, Neil. We You've do. got to take a piece of us and wherever Carrie. you go. Carrie. Who? Carrie. L A N E. That's a. Oh. I like because they have a little tune to when they spell out their oh. uh, right. Twitter handles. I love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find uh, Neil Plumley wherever you know people are found. Yep, that's right. V. The Neil Plumley. Mm-hmm. Look at that. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so uh, that of course was the subject of our box office bet. I believe, uh, you know, that of course Neil. Uh, the person that always is uh, keeps track of our numbers here mm-hmm. is way in the woods. So I don't know which one was it, Neil or Carrie, that bid high with flatliners. I'm going to say it was. I'm say it was Carrie. Because one it in twenty is in twenty and twenty five, right? Actually, yeah, Carrie was the one that bid like super high. Yeah, <laughs> so I think Carrie Lane's going to be going to taking a trip to go see some flatliners there. Hey. Oh, Zias, look at that. Yeah, very high. Don't worry, size. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Everybody's throwing some love at Neil. I love it. Carrie lost. Yes. Let. How do you say that? Uh, a levy speak. Okay. I hope. Yeah, we want to make sure we get your names right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I That's right. I've... Twenty-five million. Look at that. My mind sometimes like a steel trap. Sometimes just like a big sieve. Everything falls off. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> 
so of course that was the uh, so Carrie will be going to see uh, Flatliners, which I'm sure she's jazzed about. We can hear all about that film. Yeah. But in the meantime, folks, I uh, just started uh, kind of throwing away in there in the chat about your votes for the next week's box office bet. Uh, which I guess is, you know, sadly, it's going to be uh, Amy and I going against us. So one of us oh. will win, one of us will lose. This could be, this is the, the biggest. Uh, we yes. are the champions. Oh, this is the closest that Amy is going to be. This is your toughest competition, just, you know, one on one. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, you don't have two other people to kind of hide them. Wow. I didn't think of that. That's right. This, uh, the stakes are just so much higher. So much higher. And the films are so much more, you know, wide widespread this, uh, this week as well, because we've got Blade Runner 2049. Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, more importantly, mm. over uh, in over 3,900 screens there from Warner Brothers. Then we've got The Mountain Between Us, which from Fox, 2,900 screens. Kate Winslet, Idris Elba. Yeah. Well, eh. That is one of those that maybe if it comes to cable, even if it came to cable, I probably wouldn't make time to go see it. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it. I mean, I feel like there's so many other things I'd want to watch before I'd go to that. Why? I don't know. It, nothing's really sucking me in about it. Not saying that I don't like the, the actors involved, yeah. but nothing about the project's like, oh my God, you've got to see this. See, you touch on a very interesting topic about what makes people go to the movies. Is it what you see from the trailer? Is it who's in it? Is it uh, how it looks? You know, what gets you to see a movie? I have to admit, I think it's least about where you have to see it like this is a, like when anybody says like this is a film that you need to see in blank or you need to see an IMAX yeah that doesn't really like draw me in to go see it because rarely will I see a film in IMAX it's so expensive it is it is and I feel <laughs> yeah. like you know it's like I, I gotta have a little bit more than just like you gotta see it on the big screen it's gotta have something more to that for me to go like, see like why yeah if they tell you okay what about for you it's people I didn't know that but it is because I wanna see the mountain between us. I was going to say the distance. The mountain between us only because of Kate Winslet and Idris Elba. Because I, f- I don't know. Like, I'm very into each character. I mean, each each actor and what they do. And I want to see it. Like, isn't that weird? Because I also, like, I want to see Flatliners. I don't care what people said about it. Because sometimes people get it wrong. And they might not like it, but I might. So... And I don't have necessarily a reason why I want to see Flatliners because there's no one in there that I'm like, wow, you know, like Kate Winslet, wow, like I want to see it because of her, which is interesting. All right. Oh, heck yes. All right. I would love to do that. So, yes. Uh, oh, and Sky Patterson says, <laughs> awesome shirt. Oh. Where'd I get it? Uh, I found it over at uh, <gasps> Target. Uh, it's Ghostbusters with the spelt in Japanese. Spelt in Japanese. Pronounced, written in Japanese. <laughs> Not spelt. Written. Sure, yeah. There Who are you, you going to call? Uh, Ghostbusters? I, th- I think so. Thanks. Uh, Neil, absolutely, yes, you can bet remotely. Uh, and we probably should announce the rest of the other films that are going to be vying for your box office vote. That is My Little Pony from Lionsgate, 2,500 screens. And uh, that'll be it. Yeah, we'll do for that just those three films. Not just those three. <laughs> just those three. We had another one that's only on 630 screens. We're going to pass on that one. We're going to go bigger here. So, yes, Blade Runner 2049, The Mountain Between Us, and My Little Pony. Those are the three films vying for your box office bets. So feel free to chime them in there. Neil, I feel like you're going to have to stick around here. I know it's probably the least that you want to do. You're coming back from the woods. You know, you've got that. How does he have Wi-Fi? Neil's hooked up. He's dialed in. You know, 
He's, he's always got something going on. Especially yes. for us, I that's mean. Right. That's right. He made it happen. He made it happen. So, Thank yes. You. So stick around, Neil. And uh, once we, uh, once we uh, figure out which film we're betting on, feel free to throw in your bet remotely. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Zayas back in the chat uh, saying that his friend liked Flatliners. And the original Flatliners was amazing. All-star cast who are still popular today. That is uh, Billy Baldwin's in there, too. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess he's popular. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. I'm I'm interested to see what people choose because I'm a little. I mean, people are giving us twenty getting so much, giving us a lot of feedback about Blade Runner, uh, but I. Second Mountain. Yeah, what I've heard okay. about it, it's yeah. that uh, it is a it's a very, it 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 does a great job of not feeling feeling very slavish to the first film okay. where it basically is like just the the, ne- the the next kind of continuation of that story but not feeling like we've got to do all these constant callbacks figure okay. out everything that happens so which I like that but it is very much like a hard science fiction so there's not a lot of huge set pieces a lot of craziness in there it is a lot of uh, you know just hard thoughts and concepts kind of flying at you so I'm, I'm excited I like hard concepts and hard concepts and yeah things flying at you S- sure yeah yeah that's yeah. where you go uh, mm. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Uh, so far, we get My Little Pony seems to be getting out. No, I think people want us to watch it. <laughs> I've never seen My Little Pony <laughs> in my life. This uh, could be it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, uh, oh uh, Neil's going to call in. Yes. Uh, Steve is in the booth. Oh, Steve, you are the man. Look Rock at this. Star. You know what? We're going to hear Neil's voice. Much like back in the days of old before you hopped on, Amy. I know. This is, right. I'm really excited right now. There you go. We could hear him at any moment. Any moment. Any, any moment. moment. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So uh, now, of course, we'd like to do, uh, before we start going in Aerotrop 5 for next week, uh, we'd like to do a little box office rewind, focusing on somebody that is one of the upcoming films this weekend. And of course, if you're going to be talking about films, mm-hmm. then you've got to talk about somebody that Amy absolutely adores, mm-hmm. and that is Dave Bautista. Oh, he's awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, no, It's actually just Ryan Gosling. I was just kidding, because I know she was so excited to talk all about Ryan Gosling. Uh, and I wasn't going to let that happen. I mean, Not that easily. Yeah. And I, I've actually seen four out of the five movies in his top five. Interesting. All right. So a little Ryan Gosling look at his box office top five right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in number five for Mr. Gosling, Drive, back from uh, 2011, made $11.3 million at the box office. That was a good film. I don't think I saw that one. <laughs> I was actually looking. I, I guess I found a different. Um, oh, well, you looked at this, but then you have to. Uh, put in Lifetime Gross? Uh, uh, actually, just the opening. So sort well, of by opening. There we go. I can do that. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I didn't see Drive. I yeah. saw Crash. <laughs> which is different. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, we're going to back up because uh, number one for him, which is Remember the Titans, it's a, it's a bit role for him. So we're not going to focus on that one because that's okay. number one for him. So we'll back it up. So actually, number five for him will be uh, The Nice Guys that came out last year oh. with Russell Crowe, $11.2 million. Yeah, that was good. I still got to watch it. I have <gasps> it. I bought it, and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. You don't think those two would work together because, I mean, they're just like, what? Putting yeah. them together, but it works. It works so well. That's cool. And I quote Ryan Gosling in that movie almost every week. So, were you to meet Ryan Gosling in person, would you quote a line of his back to him? Yeah, I mean, but which one? Like, there's so many to choose from. Well, yeah, pick one. What's your favorite Ryan Gosling line? That if you stand here, like, I got to quote this line to him because it it'd be so cool. Um, 
Well, it's the one from the notebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? Because it's the... <laughs> I mean, you've seen that meme, right? Like, You know, I've never seen that film nor that meme. <sighs> or have I and I've forgotten about it. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> and that this is... was bad. No. Is that... There have... you go. But Steve wrote this to me to, so I can remember that my, our time together watching. Wait, no. Have you seen it or I've not? I've never seen it, no. Because there's a thing about remembering and not remembering That's certain right. things. You... I'm dialed in. I know. Even you... I've seen it. I know what the, I know what the deal is. Frank, you James Garner, man. James you Garner is taking up. care of his lady. Yeah. Writing that all down. There you go. It just, wow. <laughs> wow. There you go. Yep. Okay. <laughs> all right. Then, of course, number five is Drive. No, or, or, excuse me. Number four is Drive. Number three, The Notebook, as we were just mentioning right mm-hmm. there, came out in 2004, $13.4 million. Uh, it was one of those movies that I didn't see in theaters. Oh. I saw it until it came out, like in DVD. And out of all the Ryan Gosling's films, which one is the one that you've watched the most? Would it be The Notebook? No, but probably not. No. Uh, there's another one on that list that I love even way more. Okay. Way more than The all Notebook. Right. Mm-hmm. Come on, I, and I know what it is. It's our next one. No. Come on, yep, it is. Our, it's our next one. <laughs> no. Come on, number two, Gangster Squad, 2013, $17 million. I know Amy, she actually was wearing a Gangster Squad t-shirt last time I saw her. Big, huge fan of that film, you know, so Let's, always talking about I it whenever she can. I, you know, I might watch it now because I'm interested. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Mm-mm. Uh, the film is okay. Okay. You know? uh, there's uh, Anthony Mackie's in there as well too, and he had probably my favorite line about it, where uh, they went over to Burbank. But back in the day, Burbank wasn't considered a very hot spot there, so I like, don't let me die in Burbank. <laughs> so yeah, so I actually Burbank's like that the best. Not not back then, it wasn't. No, that's, no. that's crazy there to think go. about. But uh, actually, uh, Amy is. Uh, oh, holy <gasps> cow! Ladies and gentlemen, is it Neil Plumley? Yep. Well, well, well. Oh! Hot. Diggity dog. How are you, sir? Oh, my gosh. Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Sorry I couldn't make it in today. We just got back, like, maybe 15 minutes ago. We've been unpacking like crazy, but I knew that uh, I wanted to try and chime in and talk to you guys tonight because I missed you. Oh, we Aww, missed you more. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Amy Amy didn't care that you were just like, thank God what? Neil's not here. Yeah. Wow, you really threw me under the bus there. I know. She didn't even remember told her you name. not to tell him that. <laughs> it's like, When's, is Noel coming in tonight? Like, who the hell is Noel? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right. So, yes. Uh, well, real quick, while we have you here, Neil. Uh, one, were you surprised that it took back the, the, the number one slot as of this time, Jody? I know we don't have the finals, but as of right now, it is number one in the box office. Yeah, it's kind of a tight race this week, but um, definitely surprised. Not, not, not in a bad way, just I was remarking to... Uh, uh, Alexis earlier that it's it's crazy. We've been talking all year about how the box office has sort of been you know slumping on movies that aren't like you know, you know like AAA features or franchises or you know something like it, which is I guess something of a phenomenon right now. Um, and it just it just proves that this weekend uh, things movies that really should have done better totally didn't. And uh, the fact that we have a 17 million third week horror feature coming in at number one again uh, that's kind of crazy absolutely uh it goes to show for the kind of like the sorry state of the box office right now i know we'll see and now yeah. I'm, 
I'm worried about next week because we have no idea. Like you can, I don't know. I'm feeling very uneasy about these numbers. Well, Neil, first thing I need me to ask you is, are you a brony? That would be a hard no, Frank. <laughs> Never got into that scene. Neither, <laughs> neither have I. So you know what? This makes me even more excited that you've called in as well, too, because it'll uh, it'll increase the chances of at least one of us uh, me. getting to see that. Oh, not me. Maybe Amy. <laughs> no, Maybe Amy. No. I mean, she's already. It's a hat trick for her, Neil. She's gone three strong. So could she do God, four? I don't. Know. We'll see. We'll no, see. No, she could. She could. Uh, so you, <laughs> we should uh, hop right into this here real quick. So uh, let me just say, Crazy Stupid Love was the Ryan Gosling number one film. Came um, out in 2011, $19.1 million. Amazing. And Amy hates his film. I freaking it. love it. <laughs> freaking love it. I think it's a little bit underrated. <laughs> People don't know about it. And it's it's better than The Notebook, I would say. It just hits you right in the feels in a different way than The Notebook does. So if you guys haven't seen Crazy Stupid Love, do it. Do it. Neil, have you seen it? I have not seen it. <gasps> oh my gosh, watch it. You would I, love I it. I feel like I would like it. I just yeah. I never got around to it. So good. You'll you'll be crying. It's it's beautiful. It's so good. It's well, so good. <laughs> Neil, I mean I feel like as soon as we wrap up the show, you should just put it on right now. You're home now. Grab a Lexus, relax on the couch. Great Sunday night watch movie. Yeah, I'm home. I'm home. I everything I have everything I own smells like a campfire. Love it. And uh, I should I should sit down and watch a Ryan Gosling movie. What I, better way to end the weekend? You get to see his abs. <laughs> you actually do. I know. And Emma Stone's in it. And Steve Carell. But more and, importantly, Ryan Gosling's abs. You know. I yeah. think they're airbrushed, right? That was more, he, I don't think they're airbrushed. Ryan Gosling's the most important part, I, I feel. <laughs> yeah. God, that's such a good movie. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, while we have Neil here on the phone, of course, we got to do our, our box office bet. But before that... Uh, I feel like the the trend is leading towards My Little Pony, but we'll see if that changes while we do this. we got to uh, predict next week's top five. Ah! So, Neil, I, I know we're going to put you on the spot here, Neil. Super, uh, but we've got, we've got uh, of course, uh, My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, Blade Runner. We've got Blade Runner 2049. And then we've got uh, a mountain, The Mountain Between Us. Uh, Kate Winslet, Idris Elba, Amy Cassandra is going to be seeing this movie early what? and often. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it's them too, but... So, uh, do we feel like any of those is going to be rocketing right to the top? Blade Runner. I think there's a. I'm so I think cu- I think no. I think Blade Runner. See, I'm so curious. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I think Blade Runner will make it to the top. Um, in a in a crazy world, not in a crazy world, but in like sort of a crazy like a like a organized show of force. My Little Pony might yeah. make it to number one. No. Uh, if everyone who's interested in the movie sees it on the same day. Um, but I, I really think it's going to be Blade Runner. Yeah, I mean, I guess because it's it, uh, Blade Runner's in 1,400 more screens, at least 1,400 more screens than My Little Pony. So I feel like that's, yeah. it's got to give it the number one for the week. Yeah. But I'll be curious yeah. about like My Little Pony. It's got, it's, got, it's got good star power behind it. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of Hollywood hype. People in in town are talking about how it's how it's good. Harrison Ford went on the record and said that when he read the script earlier, before in in, in pre production, he said it was one of the best scripts he's read. Um, he was very excited to be in it when people thought that he would sort of turn it down, being another being another franchise character. But he's excited for it. Um, the behind the scenes stuff was good. I don't know if you guys saw that leading up to this. Um, so I think yeah, I think that the stars are aligned for Blade Runner to make it out on top. See, well, and Ryan Gosling was just on SNL. 
too. So, I mean, they're doing. Yeah, that's right. He's going to get that SNL, that SNL so kick good. right there. So, funny. so, all right. So, I think we all can feel that Blade Runner 2049, number yeah. one. What comes in number two? Can My Little Pony take number two? Could it beat it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, you feel like they, My Little Pony, a solid number two? Better yeah. than a mountain between us. Yeah. 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 All right, Neil, are you going to see a mountain between us? Uh, probably not. It looked okay. Um, it didn't look like something that I felt like I needed to see in theaters. And I feel like that's that might be what other how other people feel, mm-hmm. except for Amy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, guys. If I had the pass, I would totally watch it, but I most likely will not. All right. In Do we feel uh, the mountain between us could come in number three, number four, number five? Mountain Between Us, number five, probably. Okay. I, I won't disagree because I don't really, I'm not compelled yeah. to go watch it. So uh, what do you feel like? Uh, it and American Made? So if you've got yeah. Blue Runner 2049, uh, My, Little My Little Pony, It, American Made, and uh, The Mountain Ma- Between Us? Yeah. Does that sound like a good solid top five? Neil, do you approve? Mm. Everything except I think I'm going to go crazy and switch it with My Little Pony. Put it at number two and MLP at three. Ooh, all right. He just said MLP. I don't know if he... No, that's what a brony does. Yeah. Undercover brony. Huh. I got it, bud. All All right. right. Talking about that that (laughs) slang that you guys talk. (laughs) That laugh. That's right. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, that's what we think the next week's top five will be. But more importantly, it's time for our box office bet. Uh, you've seen a lot of talk about you know all these films. It looks like My Little Pony from the chat, from the various votes I saw. It looks like that was the clear r- front runner for the votes. So we'll be doing that. And of course, if you're new to the show or you'd like to always get a, like, a little refresher on the rules, the box office bet is where we're going to all bet what we think the opening box office will be of this film. In this case, My Little Pony. Whoever's closest will get to be the prognosticator of prognosticators. We'll see if Amy Cassander can go for four weeks straight. And the loser, the one that's furthest away from the actual box office opening, will have to go see this film in the theaters and tell us all about it. Oh, this is stressful. I, Oof, each one, I'm just like, ah, oh, I uh, can't. This would be my fourth? <laughs> no, fifth this, week. If I got yeah, this, right. it would be my fifth week. What's the longest streak you guys have? I, I, think, I, think, I think you'd be it. Stop yeah. it. You know, sometimes I, that's, you yeah. know, like the New England Patriots, man, you're getting a little, little freaked out trying to go undefeated. Sometimes you want to just lose one just so you can get it out of your system. No. And then get actually, right back into it. I don't want to lose. Ooh, that's all why. right. Okay. Just, just throw it and get it over with, you know? Just deflate <laughs> my answers. Uh, oh, my gosh. All right. So this is going to be tough. If we're thinking it's number two, people are uh, seeing there in the chat here. We've got uh, Levy Speak saying Blade Runner 2049 is uh, is two hours and 40, oh, 40 minutes. Wow. But I saw some people talking about it as high as maybe a $70 million deal there. So What? Opening weekend. Who knows? I don't See, know. See, and I think the jump between the first and the second will be a big one. Yeah. So. Uh, hmm. All right. I'm, I don't know. Uh, okay. All right. Neil, do you have your bet, sir? I do. And uh, let me go first, since I can't have the uh, luxury of showing you what yes. I wrote down. What do you have, uh, sir? Honor system. Allow me to uh, say it first so it's on the record. All right. Please do. Are you guys ready? You re- Amy, you ready? I'm scared, but yeah. Okay, go, go. for it. All right. I am terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say... My Little Pony at $7 million. Uh, <laughs> Okay. All right. This is it. 
Cassandra. I made a poor choice, I think. Oh, okay. Amy well, Cassandra? I, think, I don't know. What do you got? I had a first, I had a second thought, went with my first 13. Oh, damn it. All right. <laughs> you might win, though. What? I went, what? I went 16 million on My Little Pony. That's not... I, I think that's okay. Well, uh, I feel like you're in the sweet spot, though. You're in the middle. So <laughs> you're, you're sandwiched safely in between Neil and I, so... No, I don't... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, I don't know. Yeah, the middle is a great place to be here. Everyone in the chat is almost closer. Yeah, it's closer to Neil's. Uh, I don't know. Well, that means I'm going to be seeing it. So you're fine. You're sandwiched no, in between. I don't know. Yeah. I don't so, know. oh boy. I, feel I like- think I think you I think you guys are probably okay. The only reason I say seven is because uh, I haven't seen a lot of uh, advertising for it. Not a lot of print ads for it. I haven't seen anything on the mobile devices or TVs or. In other theaters, I haven't seen any bus ads. But besides all that, you know, <laughs> maybe people will just know it's out regardless. Yeah, sure. Okay. Thanks for trying to make me feel better, Neil. I appreciate it. I'm sad now. Well, Neil, I'm so glad we got to hear your voice. And I look forward to next week getting to see your beautiful face. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm glad I can call in, guys. Yes. Thanks for having me. The, the pleasure is all ours, Neil. Absolutely. We love you. Well, love you guys well, too. If you guys want to follow me, <laughs> check out anywhere online. T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. And uh, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, try unfollowing and then follow again. It's a lot of fun. Oh, look at that. I love that. Uh, Neil, thank you so much, buddy. We'll get back to uh, dealing with your campfire smelling articles of clothing and gear. Give Alexis our best. All right, will do. You All take right. care, guys. See, See you, buddy. Bye. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Of course, the fun doesn't stop here. Just get started. You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Throw a couple thumbs up there if you like it. Boom, like that. Pow, little thumb up. And if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, you know where you can find Neil. Amy, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at amycassandra underscore TV. Look at that. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, thanks for joining us. We'll see you back here next Sunday night to find out who's going to be seeing My Little Pony in the theater. I'm worried that it's going to be me. Oh, Man. dear. It's Until be then, me. go see lots of popcorn. Or go see lots of popcorn. <laughs> go see lots of popcorn and eat some movies. Bye, everybody. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.